This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, it's Kristen Stuttered. You better believe I'm still here after all this time. After all this time. Well, that's uh, appropriate to say because today I thought it would be a good idea to look back on the, the year we've had. It's been a little bit more than a year, but we've kind of completed a cycle with this podcast and I wanted to do that uh, because we have uh, exciting news. We're joining the Pantheon podcast family. Yes. So we're, we're expecting uh, a decent amount of new listeners uh, for this episode in particular. And we thought this would be a good thing both to bring in people up to speed. Welcome to the hall. <laughs> yeah, you could say welcome to the hall. I wouldn't, but those uh, were the words you chose. Well, I was just trying to think of what we would call our like fans or what we would call that. I don't know. Uh, I think we, we maybe should let them figure that yeah, out. You can self-identify. Exactly. If you, if you are a fan. That's important, I think. <laughs> but then also uh, for people who have listened, you know, forever, forever or for how mm-hmm. long, you know, this is like a nice trip down memory lane with uh, kind of what we are about. And, you know, I have some clips that I think will uh, kind of... Ca- Everyone be a fun should little... know that I showed up here thinking I was recording a quick intro to our highlight episode and that maybe we were going to take a week off. I have now been informed that this is... We are going to do commentary on our highlight episode and we will not be taking any time off. So that's my headspace. And I think that's also pretty representative of our dynamic in general. (laughs) I think so. I've planned everything. Uh, I am coming in with a lot of numbers and stats and and passion. And I'm coming in with a lot of attitude. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Well, I want to, I have a a few clips from our very first episodes. Oh my gosh. The first few. Um, Okay, let's see if I can remember. I remember Nate was our first guest. mm -hmm. Yeah, so why don't we listen to a clip that I think is kind of representative of... Let me try to remember who he talked about. The Pixies? No. He, he did talk he about did? the Pixies. Okay, yeah, and I, but I have a clip here that more is just kind of representative of something that happens a lot, which is uh, you Oh my gosh, if this is a highlight reel of upset. me forgetting things, I will be very No, it's not upset. you forgetting things. This is more so just like, I, I don't know if I want to call it righteous indignation or just in general, you getting upset, but okay. let's let's take a listen. Jeez. Is Pat Benatar in the Rock Hall? She's not. Whoa! Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Oh no no, no no no. Patty Smith. Oh yeah, Patty Smith is in. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yet Benatar can't get a little love. I would say Patti Smith probably has a little bit more yeah. artistic credibility than Pat Benatar. I know, but, but, I'm just, I'm... but she's just as she's kind of on par with heart in some you ways. You can't get all the and pets, Blondie. Kristen. <laughs> you can't have all the pets you want. That's just how life goes. I just, uh, I just would like, I, has she been nominated? No, she's not. <gasps> I think she will get in. Uh, this just reeks of patriarchy. Yeah. So that was, I feel like, a hallmark of... A lot of our early episodes is uh, you screaming about Pat Benatar. Well, that's the very first. That's when I realized Mm -hmm. that that was the beginning of me truly understanding the scope of how many great female musicians have not been included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was like, that's ground zero. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, that doesn't happen. The very first episode. And you know what? It did. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you are not always upset with just the patriarchy of the hall. Sometimes you are upset (laughs) with highlight reel of me being upset. Sometimes you're upset with me, Kristen. (laughs) That sounds right. Uh, the phrase rock and roll though, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. you know, it it has changed in its implication over the the decades. Well, I think on one hand you have to just, uh, you have to consider the roots of the term and the idea and the genre. I also, and this, I think you you will hate me for saying this. Oh boy! But I think <laughs> the stuff that you don't consider to be standard rock goes into the roll category. I I and I there's there's. I know, I and I knew, that's why I had to preface it, because I knew it yeah. was coming and what would happen. That's great. If Fats Domino is more roll than rock. I mean, yeah. he's, he's more roll than man. And the, yeah. the, the term, when it started, was in reference to that. Yeah. The that the role as part of rock and roll oh was to, was in reference to, the, to kind of more soul and r&b well the rock and soul hall of fame Ew, that's gross i hate it and yeah, i don't i'm glad it's not called that saying roll yeah we're really getting a lot of the origin story yeah i i, I feel like that's important and the uh amount I, of times that i reference your belief that role means that i know it's like uh it's like batman's parents getting killed it goes all the way <laughs> yeah there are many ways that it could happen and it, but it gets brought up a lot and it's the truth of why Wow, just to hear my reaction to that, too, I really was not prepared for that. And now I just take it as canon that Job has this weird belief. I know. I don't think I was expecting it to uh, come up again, (laughs) let alone what I want to say is literally every what feels like every episode. I do bring it up because well, because people always wonder what is the definition of rock and roll? And truly, we have not come to a consensus on that. Nope, I tried, and then uh, I was told more or less to shut up. <laughs> um, and you know, sometimes uh, you know you're you're upset with the hall. You're upset with me. Sometimes, though, this is just a little upset cluster. I wonder if this is the whole episode. <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know, b- because you're changing. You know, you came into this knowing nothing about oh, the no. hall. Okay, and you, you're coming out of this with. Some knowledge. I mean, this is from episode seven where you already have some knowledge. And I'd say you're pretty upset with yourself. So I guess it because so then what also happens is the people who are in the Hall of Fame are the people who vote 
on the pre- preceding classes. Yes. So they. So weird to have someone talking about this that isn't Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're, Kristen. Very good. Be weirder for me. <laughs> You're just so, and I, I, I hate to diminish you, but you're so pretty and smart oh, and cool, gosh. and you just don't have to be doing this. Yep. I just, I, I just here look I at am. you and I think, what an angel you are to be yep. here, dorking out. But you love it. You love it now. Do I? You do. I see it in your eyes. I do like knowing things, though. Mm-hmm. I, Is it knowledge power? You're teaching not, me. I wouldn't have loved to have this be my expertise. But, I mean, you, you know? could be learning a different language, or you could Boy. be learning about the rock hall. Okay. Now, now this. Is the <laughs> Which is, a way to, which is a way to relate <laughs> well, and talk to fewer people. Yes, it right. Really that was uh, Allie Gertz uh, kind of showing you what you've become, holding a mirror up. That is a genuine bummer. <laughs> 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 I really listened to that and I was like, oh my God, I could be better at Spanish if I had spent the amount of time practicing and and you know i did want this to be a spanish language uh, (laughs) podcast but uh it just didn't i can't even think of the word for hall in spanish right now oh man Uh, can you is yeah what is it bocadillo is it bocadillo no it's not bocadillo is little is little sandwich sandwich. (laughs) yeah Yeah, bocadillo is sandwich um (laughs) he looked me straight in the eyes Mm -hmm. with sincerity when he said that and i was like that's just not right i know what corner is but i don't know hall Uh, not even hallway uh, and I, I feel like we should identify that was Paul Britton in the oh, yes. in the clip before Nate also act and Paul actively saying no to you when you said that it is that that's what role is I believe I heard him go no <laughs> I don't know that I heard that uh, <laughs> listen back if if you will uh, well speaking of Hall we have uh, we have talked about the idea of you know what what you would call a hall this this oddly has come up a lot. You know, is Hall an American oh. <laughs> term? Let's 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 listen because it's a very American institution, and a lot of British bands have said we don't really get it. This isn't really a thing over here. We don't really know what's going on. But if they show up, they're almost always very they're overcome. Like, we want the rock and roll castle of fame. Like, what's a hall? I don't know. Like, what's a more <laughs> British what we thing? We call it here. What <laughs> um, like, a corridor? Yeah, <laughs> the rock and roll corridor of fame. <laughs> I like that. I think that. Oh, now I get it. I, I so want to be in that. Why didn't you tell me? Some sort okay. of corridor, is it like? <laughs> that's oh. something I can get behind. So that was with Scott Gardner, and uh, that's also something I feel like that comes up yeah, a lot. Yeah, this is starting to feel like a glossary mm-hmm. of, of, of terms. frequently used terms on our podcast. This right. is welcome to our lexicon. Because we do talk a lot about how the British people are confounded by the the hall, and maybe if they called <laughs> it a corridor, I do say confounded. And I, I think say it's very corridor fun. all the time. Um, and that's also, I feel like that's something we've tried to bring up with other people, and they, uh, especially the older people, will kind of look at us like. Okay, sure. Yeah. It's a corridor. I don't really follow. Yeah, people don't like. People are not as amused by it as I am. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Also, you know, p- people are hearing this and hearing we have a lot of. Where there's always a third person, at least a Usually, one other person, yes. and we we have a lot of great guests on this program, uh, often from the world of comedy. Uh, we have had comedians like Greg Barrett. And who are the people that didn't get in that? Oh, that were nominated that this were year. Nominated this so year. you could you could probably come up with uh, two class, at least two classes, great classes from the bands that were nominated but did get inducted this year. That's like LL Cool J, 
uh, Rage Against the Machine, Radiohead, Kate Bush, The Eurythmics, uh, Depeche Mode, the Judas Priest. Oh. Uh, all of those. Those are all, all those are yeah. the zombies. Uh, oh my gosh! All wow. those are, are would be great, and even an addition of one of those into this year, I think, really would have bumped it up into being a more exciting class. I would love to see Kate Bush perform. I've like, twice ooh. walked into a wall, and the one time was when I was in the hallway at Conan, and, and LL Cool J winked and smiled at me. And I, walked <laughs> the, I walked into the bathroom wall, like I was going into the bathroom, and I hit, the, I missed it because I yeah. was like. I was like, oh my God, that guy can make inanimate things. Fuck him. He's so handsome <laughs> and charming. And he it's, just went, hey. And I went, fuck, bam. Help. He's yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. He does got it. We've had Jimmy Pardo from the Never Not Funny podcast. One of the greatest record stores of all time was in Crest Hill. Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest. Yes. Great record store. Right down the street from me. No longer exists. You, so you used to go to the Louis Joliet Mall? I did. I did. I, have you been to my city then? Have you been oh, to Oh, I've been to Juliet. My buddy Dave, who does the theme song for uh, Never Not Funny, uh-huh. uh, Daver, uh, uh, is from Juliet originally. Oh. And uh, I lived in Oak Forest, which is right oh, down I, 80. Yes, I know where this all is. And I managed record stores in Lincoln Mall, which is right uh-huh. down the street from you. Yeah. And I, I think I was offered a job once at the Louis... Juliet Mall, but then ended up taking one in Naperville instead. You could have worked at our coconuts. I think we had a coconut. Uh, you also had, uh, there was one that, there was a pumpkin Charlie's. I don't know what that, that, was, that is. That's the one that I was. <laughs> that sounds made up. Yeah. I don't think it's a good wait, name. Wait, was pumpkin Charlie's a record store? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Pumpkin Charlie's sounds like a. It sounds like, like a, a British Halloween tradition. <laughs> you know how like, it's like, oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we go trick-or-treating. Oh, we wait for Pumpkin Charlie, pumpkin Charlie to, yeah. arrive. to come to the doorstep. <laughs> pumpkin Charlie will, will, will leave you an, a hard-boiled egg you instead need, of... Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I'll wait for Pumpkin Charlie, kids. <laughs> go to your room, quickly. We've had comedian Emily Heller, who writes for Barry and has her own podcast, uh, Baby Geniuses. I mean... I'm looking at a picture of them right now at the Essential Indigo Girl. You got to see them live to uh, to pick up on the sex well, appeal. Well, Amy's got kind of yeah, she's gazing straight into the camera and she's got like a raw sexuality. Amy about is her. yeah, Amy is like the harder butcher one in my opinion. Even though they both have like long hair, like Emily is like she softer. Seems softer. Yes, Emily is softer. Yeah. Amy's got this like sort of brooding. Yeah, she's got kind of a Melissa Etheridge vibe too. That kind of I don't oh know, yeah, I just she's got like a lot of features and, and her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Admit. Anyway, sorry. The next. Uh, sorry, the, Joe. Yes. Welcome um, back. Back to my categories. <laughs> um. <laughs> and we've had Karen Kilgariff, a very funny comedian who has a very popular podcast. podcast my favorite murder. Mogul. Yeah. You if, might yeah. Call she her. now really has uh, quite an empire built on the backs of talking about murder. on a a podcast forum see so it can happen anything can be a popular topic even something as niche as the as ours if pat benatar was on the ballot next year she would get it for sure it could happen i don't think it's out of the question here's a this is a little bit of a morbid um question but do you think that if she and her band died in a plane crash in 1991 that they would be in already yes like do, like i yes. feel like she doesn't we have enough feel of a... like the the yeah dying helps your chances especially if they make a documentary about you yeah i'm trying to think of like is there some analogous situation uh from like a, a band from the 80s well, like I was thinking of Leonard Skinner, but it's like the, mm-hmm. it's a band who like they were good. 
mm-hmm. and they got played. But a uh, sweet. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Am I mm-hmm. right about that? Yes. Um, that scared me for one second. But it's like you don't think of a ton of Leonard Skinner songs. You you think of one, but a bunch of them died at the same time. Interesting theory. See, I I could come up with a bunch of Leonard Skinner songs. Like what else? Free Bird. Oh, sorry. And give, give me three. <laughs> yeah. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. What's your name? Saturday Night Special. Oh, shit. That smell. Uh, <laughs> that what smell. A- that yeah. smell. Um, I'm 100 percent wrong on this theory. Yeah, or I mean, at least the, that example's bad. Yeah. That example's bad. Because yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, free, I, I could be Freebird. Like yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> we have also been lucky to talk to people who have been involved in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame from the inside. You know, we've talked to former uh, members of the nominating committee. Which we call the NomCom. The NomCom. Oh yeah, that's part of the lexicon. That's also we part didn't, of the glossary. We didn't include the first time that we say the word NomCom, but just know when we say NomCom, we're talking about the nominating <laughs> committee. Did you do you have any clips of where we say what FYE and FYN mean? No, although I did find I did find a clip where we were calling it FTE for like an episode. What's first FTE? Time oh, first eligible. time. Oh no, I don't think so. No, no, no. no I no. don't think so. It's FYE uh, for first, first year, year eligible. eligible. Act, like you know, Pearl Jam got in as on their first. You're eligible, and then FYN is they get in the first year they're nominated, which is not necessarily the first year that they were eligible. So who's well, like an FYN? Yeah, FYN was like Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, and Roxy Music last year. Oh yeah, because they were, it was their first time on their ballot. And if they are FYEs, they are obviously also FYN. I There's truly no forgot point. that that was the case for any of them. <laughs> I understand that. That the other running theme. I'm not going to uh, embarrass you with clips. Not a clip but best. Kristen doesn't have a great I retention. I try of... not to retain all of the information from this. Yeah. Podcast. So that's what really keeps I think our podcast fresh is that I is have that to I'm relearning. And over I just and over again. I get to repeat myself and it is though I'm saying it for the very first time. Yes. Uh, well, why don't we listen to a clip of former nominating committee Roy Traken as he gives us a little inside secret. Our boy Roy. I'll admit one thing to you here, knowing that no one's ever going to hear this. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that, uh, Shout out to our... The manager listener. of Hall and Oates paid to send me to New York to plead their case. Okay. And uh, But I wouldn't have done that if I didn't believe it in the first place. Sure. Uh, and, and that was the other fault of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame committee, they insisted on doing the um, the meetings in New York mm-hmm. and not including anyone from, you know, I, you had to pay your own freight if, to get in. Yeah, so if you're on the California. West Coast. Yeah, yeah, you had to come in. I kept telling them, hey, there's teleconferencing now. Yeah. I mean, hello, what's right. the story? We have the technology. They, yeah, we have the technology to do it. No, no. They wanted to keep it in that, as much in that room as possible. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I guess the best aspect of the room is a Seymour or whoever would pump for Carnegie Deli. So they bring in the huge sandwiches and everyone would be wolfing down the pastrami and the the potato salad. If you had to pitch before the pastrami. And Seymour at the end of it would gather it all up in in bags to take home. So that's uh, Roy Traken giving us some insider info on his involvement in Hall & Oates's Yeah, a trade induction. secret right there. And then we have a, another secret, more of gossip, though, from our, our good pal Bob Merlis, who was also on the The impeccably dressed Bob Merlis. You can't hear that when you you're listening. You can't, but just picture a, a man picture in a bow tie. tie. Uh, so, okay, you are on the nominating committee for 
23 years. Uh-huh. Who, from your recollection, are you going in to, to bat for? Over that, the years. That, Over did, the years. that yeah. didn't make it? That either did either or. Yeah. That didn't I make it is interesting. But, um, and also, who, like, was there I'd someone... rather talk about the ones that didn't make it because you know the ones that did. Well, but so... who are you, who can you take credit for? Who did, who, oh, who did also, you like? Who yeah. can I take credit for? So yeah. I've got to imagine you've you've gone to bat for people who've made the... I, I, I mean, I, I had quite a bit to do, I'd say, with Alice Cooper. Okay. And we defined Alice Cooper as the band Alice Cooper, not mm-hmm. the person Alice God Cooper. God bless you. Get Glenn in there and the, yeah. the rest of them. Um, Joe is a big Alice Cooper I really like and, Alice Cooper uh, a lot. You know, I was supportive of uh, Percy Sledge, but I, it was not my nomination. It was nomination, not you. Okay. But I was happy to, you know, campaign for him, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> in the uh, process, it just so that we can... You know who used to sit in those meetings in the early days? Specter. Right, yeah. Yes. We talked I always Roy sat with Phil. Great. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, what a character. The greatest. Uh, he cared too. I had I had heard a rumor that he was the one to keep the Ronettes out of the hall for. A he time. didn't believe in them. He didn't believe in them as worthy of induction. Because mm-hmm. um, he was the record. Right. But, he, you know, it wouldn't have been a record without, without those them, boys. Without Ronnie. Yeah. So uh, it, uh, in hindsight, it wasn't a good idea. Although it was fun to hang out with Phil, it wasn't a good idea to have him on the nominating committee because he, he has skin in the game. Yeah. yeah, you know. But by the same token, the late Ahmed Erdogan, we went around the table. And, I'm telling tales after school since they kicked me out of school. It yeah. yeah, we love it. The late Ahmed Erdogan's. I'm not going to attempt to do the vocal impression, <laughs> but the late Ahmed Erdogan brought up Foreigner. Is one of the most important signings to Atlantic Records. Like what, Foreigner? This was early on, uh, yeah. just when they were cold as like, ice. You know, all right, they had hits <laughs> and everything, and they're clever guys. And sure. and Mick Jones, I have great respect for because he worked for Johnny Holiday. Okay, that's why I have great respect for uh-huh. him. But it was like, come on, this is so self-serving. You got to give it up. He he didn't. You know, we all saw through it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. So I, I'm. I'm shocked that someone as powerful as Ahmet. I couldn't just kind of push his Make own artist at least to the ballot. That's surprising. Well, the rest of us like said no who's way. Who's going to vote for that? And you know, I, we all knew that Mick Jones was a personal friend of his and mm-hmm. hung out. You know, which is fine, but it's that was that was too brazen. Yeah, too much. <laughs> yeah, sit, sit down on it. Uh, and, and you know, he in by some token he invented the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So yes, we had, we had no, he really did. But we couldn't respect that. No. Well, that's that's actually very refreshing to hear. So we get a little uh, info, in, more insider info there uh, from our, our buddy Bob. And People then, come on our podcast to dish. To freaking they come dish. to tell us what's what. And then we were lucky to have Bob return with some uh, special guests, uh, his friend Andy Paley, who was also on the nominating committee, and our first and at the time of this recording only person who's currently on the nominating committee, yeah. the legendary... Uh, a man who's inducted himself, uh, he is in as it a... It sounds like he inducted himself. Right, no. But yeah, <laughs> a man who himself has been inducted. There we go. Uh, Seymour Stein. And that episode, uh, surprisingly, had a lot of... Well, not unsurprisingly, it, it had a lot of references to stuff we had no idea what they were yeah. talking about. And then also, surprisingly, a lot of singing. A lot of... Oh, are you going to put some singing in? So let's, let's <laughs> listen to those guys croon. <laughs> There you go. Well, let's talk about the Jayhawks and the Cadets, shall we? There you Whose go. Whose version of Stranded in the Jungle is better? Neither of them have been inducted, but, so that's a shame. <laughs> that's that's a that's a you were going to one record of Stranded in the Jungle. Which one would it I be? I would suggest. 
the cadets, even though the Jayhawks had it first. It's better. Because, well, it's better. But the, it doesn't, that's your opinion. But was it? <laughs> no, it's true. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's also true. Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame it's is more famous. famous. Part Which, of the, you know, it got out there. It's more famous. It got out there. The cadets version, in my opinion, is much better. That's uh, what he said. We, are, we but, agree. But, but the thing is, it's also more famous. I crashed which is, which in the, is the jungle important thing. while trying to keep a date, date with my little girl who was, was uh, back, back in, in the, the States. States. I was stranded in the jungle, afraid alone, trying to figure a way to get a message back home. <laughs> okay, now but we're how was to I to know that this. the wreckage of my plane had been picked up and spotted and my girl in a lover's lane? And meanwhile, back in the jungle. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> what a truly wild truly clip. Truly wild. Wow. Starts off with him talking about what sounds to me like I would like to think of myself as like a rock and roll historian and someone who has a pretty decent a rock knowledge and roll historian. of, you know, okay. old old music wow. and but they're talking like it's, it's Which made version up. of Stranded, Stranded in, in the, the jungle, jungle would you Cadets choose? Cadets or the Jayhawks? Like, it's like, uh, is this made up? Are you yes. are you pranking us? And I, then he does like a spoken word version of it too. And I'm we're trying to end it and it just won't. It's so good. It's perfect. Um, uh, I will also say, because it does appear that we're coming to the end of this segment where we talk about the nomcom and mm-hmm. kind of the old school um, <clears throat> inductees, uh, that there is something that should be added to the glossary, which is... Um, I believe that when the nominating committee uh, meets, they gather around a big hoagie sandwich to... Uh... I might... So here's the deal. I might try to... F- I don't have the clips ready as I'm talking to Kristen right now, but I might now drop in some clips of it being explained pretty clearly that there are pastrami sandwiches and sandwich individual sandwiches from Carnegie Deli. And uh, at some but point, isn't it more fun to imagine them gathered around a very long submarine sandwich? I guess that's and fun. And everybody leans in. But what's and they weird? All take a bite. But what's weird is it's like a fun little fantasy you have. No, and I'm pretty you, sure it comes from somewhere real. You bring it up to people on the nominating committee. People like Seymour Stein and Bob, and so into it, and they go, "No, no, 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 no." Uh, they're individual sandwiches and then you just keep going and then I'm they pretty sure i'm there's right. uh and then i believe seymour stein says something like there's not there's nothing wrong with the catering it's really if anything confusing uh i'm gonna drop in here right now uh all the instances of <laughs> not only this being incorrect but of people correcting you nope. so i'm gonna put that right here i'll never be corrected thank you i'm right so we we've uh we've talked about a lot of artists that you're passionate about seymour uh you're going to be Meeting up soon, right? To to go to the room to come up with the nominees. Well, they're going to order actually, a big sub. I'm doing it by phone. Okay. Um, so I'm you getting, won't get he's the sub. phoning it in. Yeah, come you're on. phoning it in. You're not going to get a piece of the hoagie. You're not going to. It's not a hoagie. It's, it's, deli. it's a deli. It's a submarine. It's a hero. It's not a, it's not a hero. No, no, it's the food is quite good. It's yeah. long. Yeah, it's a long, right? big sandwich. No, it's, it's, it's individual it's in, sandwich. There's nothing it's wrong, a, there's nothing a, wrong with yeah. the catering at all. <laughs> yeah, let's be clear. I, I, I love the catering. They, I, oh, so I picture you, everyone you, around a big sandwich. <laughs> Uh, also, something we do is, you know, as we get into the season of the nominations and the inductions, we have special episodes. Like, uh, we had a draft to try and predict who would be nominated this year. and A snake draft. It was... Psst. 
a snake and <laughs> that's, that's a great like you were peeing or like you're trying to pass a note in mm-hmm. class hey psst. yeah it's a snake draft uh and you know what Our, if you listen to who we drafted we did actually a pretty we good did job pretty good yeah all right so our uh our final list uh greg has Picked Rage Against the Machine, Dr. Dre, Sheryl Crow, Soundgarden, The Flaming Lips, and The Cranberries, uh, which would have been a great festival in 1994. <laughs> yeah. I think that was yeah. a Lollapalooza. Oh, my God. That really, that really does. Wow. That really also just ties me to, like, boy, but no, no versatility, no history in there. You know? And I, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kristen Studdard has picked Radiohead, The Zombies, LL Cool J, Replacements, Nine Inch Nails, and Kate Bush. What a well-rounded person she is. Interesting. Uh, Joey Devine has chosen Beck, Janet Jackson, Judas Priest, Jethro Tull, Black Flag, and Joy Division slash New Order. Uh, that would be an incredible fight. That's such a good list. I think it would be an incredible show. Probably, yeah. That would, that's, that would, that be, very that would make me fucking delighted. Yeah. That's I was aiming great... for well-rounded. <laughs> yeah. And I have chosen Outcast, Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks, The Doobie Brothers, Kraftwerk, and The Clovers. I'd only sit out one of those nominations. And we did that draft with the already heard Greg Barrett in this episode, and then our good friend Joey Devine, Joey who, Devine. who uh, supplies frequent us. guest of the pod. Is the most frequent guest and sometimes uh, supplies us with uh, equipment, which is very nice. And currently that's what he has done, and we thank him for his, uh, is the word patronage? I don't know if that's Yeah, the, I think yeah, so. That sounds good. His support. Uh, we also, uh, you know, I think what is kind of a hallmark of our a hallmark hallmark of our show is our uh, announcement episodes. <laughs> you so know, funny that like <laughs> I think of a hall. It's, yeah, we uh, are something... becoming an institution, much uh, like the hall itself. And, you know, there was one time where I was ready to announce the nominees to you, but they had not been. Uh, announced at all so i didn't quite know what to do so then i did the thing that broke my trust forever this is this is why i can't i can't love i cannot love freely here is uh my uh not exactly real announcement to Kristen. Uh, this next one better be cheryl crow okay all right well here's here's the next one Do you recognize this? No. I think it'll start to kick in in a second. This is this is Halloween Town. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Elfman is also put in separately. You're fucking with me. You have to be. You're fucking with me, right? No. Okay. So I don't. All right. So I I'll have, I have to put this into context. I think. Or why don't we just why don't we just review what has what we've gone through? So this is Halloween, uh-huh. Monster Mash, Bark at the Moon, Dead Man's Party, Frankenstein, The Zombies. Oh wait, is this don't like a fear joke the Reaper, list? This is all a Werewolves Halloween? of London. Oh, okay. Smashing Pumpkins. Did you do a spooky, fun? Is this why you were so excited I put a to spell do on a you. fun one? The nominations didn't come out yet. They didn't. <laughs> no, Aww. and we need to put out an episode tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, Kristen. Uh, welcome to October. This is our first October episode. This is a fucking Halloween prank. I figured I needed to do something. It was our first October episode. Um, and I was like, so 
do? What could I do? And I and here's what I thought. I was I kept putting in songs and I was like, she'll figure it out by then. I was not gonna do this as Halloween. I was like, by the time I get to Monster Mash, she's gonna be like, You're okay, I get it. So I yeah, so I had no choice, Kristen, but to have what many consider our best episode. Who by, are these many? By pranking you and making you think that uh, all it, the nominees were Halloween themed. Also, I just once again want to say that in no way was I looking for a theme. In no way well, would was, I have that thought that... was kind of that... the game. That was kind of the game was to see if I could have something with such a strong and wild Halloween theme and be able to sneak it by you. Because the so I don't want, I don't want you wild. To, it doesn't it doesn't make sense generally. I don't want you to think that this was a failure really on your part to not pick up on a I theme. I don't feel that it's I really, failed. Yeah, it's I feel really that more, you failed my mm, me no, and friendship. See, see, I like to think of it more as my success. Wow. In being able to sneak this by you. This is outrageous. Like a, like a true super sleuth. The wound is opened again. I want you to know now I'm mad all over again. Well, if that made you mad, uh, <laughs> I made sure when we did the uh, actual nominee uh, announcement to wake you up at five in the morning. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> oh, why? So let's go ahead and listen a little bit to uh, the actual nominee announcement that we did at five in the morning. <laughs> we have one artist left. Do you want me to review? Nope. Oh, who wait, we've, no, who no, we've yeah. done at this point. I yeah. want to hear. So we okay, heard. Now look for a theme. That's how these things work. <laughs> you don't want to look like an idiot later. We when heard. You didn't get the secret theme. What's funny is, is I helped him design that yeah, secret theme. Wow. And so knowing the theme made listening to that so much better. Chris. <laughs> I, I'm glad that someone found some entertainment value. It was a real spooky time. Yeah. for everybody. <laughs> we start off with Radiohead. Then we had Rage Against the Machine, The Zombies. So we have R R Z. Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Another R. The MC5, LL Cool J, Kraftwerk, Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, John Prine, Todd Rundgren, Janet Jackson, Roxy Music, Devo. And there's one only one more artist left. This is a fucking awesome it's a really list, good list. And I am not mad at all. Now give me something and to be angry about. The final artist <laughs> on the nominee list. Whoa, dude. The Cure. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. This is like the best nominee list that has come out in a long time. This is is really good. And the nominee list this year was so good that uh, that I thought it was another prank. (laughs) Towards the end, you thought it was a good prank. Uh, but also towards the end, it's like you, you that whole episode, you are not thrilled because it is very early in the morning. Yes, I do remember my sister texted me because she listened to that episode and she was telling me that her favorite part was when you were like, well, this is really important, Kristen. This is why we're getting up so early. And I said, Joe, if this was important, I would have put on a bra. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That... I was it was so early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we yeah, because of the nature of when they announced these things, 8 a.m. on the east coast uh 5 a.m out here in los angeles and also i had to catch a flight at like 7 30 so yeah, we didn't really that's have a choice right. and did i drive you to the airport no, I, I didn't I picked, no you were you, oh, i went home you refused to, to uh acknowledge me once we were done recording <laughs> 
you grabbed my face and, and attempted did. to throw it on the ground. I did no such thing. I was too tired for that. Well, once the once that nominee list came out f- for uh, a few months, we focused focused specifically on that list of uh, nominees, and we, you know, what we do is we go through artist by artist, episode by episode, and we we talk about if we think they'll get in. And, and one of the things we do is we we make predictions about their induction, and we did a very good job uh, predicting. This is our second draft. No, no. Did we do another draft? How we, did we, we do We did this? another draft for the singles category, and yes. that was a disaster. Okay, yeah, that was horrible. Uh, what I'm saying is we did a very good job predicting who would be inducting the artists who eventually were inducted. Oh, yeah. We were pretty much uh, on the money, so let, let's take a let, let's take a listen to that. All right, so who who inducts uh, who inducts Roxy Music? I don't, I don't know. Uh, one of the dudes from Duran Duran. What's oh. Up? What was that dude's yeah. name? Simon Laban, or even was John Taylor? Is that the guy's Nick, name? Nick Rhodes. Yeah, I think those those dudes they seem to be very uh, influenced by uh, Roxy music. It tends to be someone from the music world. Yeah, you know, and it, but the, with Radiohead, it could be someone that influenced them, some a contemporary or someone that they influenced. Paul McCartney. Uh, does he? Is there any connection there? Nope. Just uh, I mean, they're British. Because I can see Paul McCartney. Big bands. Uh, big, big bands. Yes. Important bands. David British. Byrne. You know who's oh a big... Oh my God, if David Byrne inducted them, do you think he would? He might. Oh, that'd be cool. Radiohead. That would be... I mean, yeah, that would be I interesting. I would love it so much. That'd be fantastic. I could see him doing it. Who do we think could induct Def Leppard? Taylor Swift, obviously. I mean, Taylor and Mariah are wild choices, <laughs> but like they're in the conversation because of what... I mean, so is Tim McGraw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are those are strange, but they could happen. You know, when they got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Brian May, the guitarist from Queen, uh, delivered a speech. So we know he's kind of oh. he's on the mix. Yeah, I'm trying to. I but mean, why not Brian May again? Because no one saw that uh, ceremony on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, yeah, and, no. Of and course. by the way, Bohemian Rhapsody is, is a giant right hit. Now. Queen's everywhere again. So yeah. that would make sense. It would make great sense. You know who I know is a, a very big Zombies fan is Susanna Hoffs. From the Bengals. I mean, she rules. Yeah, yeah, she's really great. I'm a big fan. Close your eyes. Who is your dad, darling? It's the time of the season. Do you understand? We're the zombie fans. Is your daddy rich? Or is he? <laughs> that went so much longer than I thought it would. And I'm proud of us all. So we pretty much, uh, we nailed it. That's Good the for us. that's the kind of accuracy you can expect <laughs> on our podcast. You can expect wild speculation, and uh, on my behalf, you can expect incorrect memory on my behalf. Right, <laughs> but occasionally I nail it. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I do. Hmm. I've nailed it based on the stuff we just listened to. I don't know if it was hundred percent. Sometimes I you. Do. Hey, I do a good job, Joe. All right. Hmm. I bring okay. what I bring. I bring my <laughs> bring uh, my flavor, my attitude. And and uh yeah, sure. I mean again that clip Dubious does not and does not necessarily feature you making the predictions. Guys, I'll be honest, we didn't listen to the clip because I had listened to it before when he posted it on Twitter. And yet given how much we've talked about how Kristen doesn't remember anything, <laughs> I thought, sure, we can just go ahead because Kristen's already listened to it. Did I not it. get any of them right in the clip? <laughs> 
Well, what we do is we go, okay, let's talk about who Def Leppard will, will who be, induct who will induct them. them. Oh, the Susanna Hoffs thing. And then I say, uh, I, you know, Brian May, and then I don't have to recap it for them. They just listen yeah. to it. But then I do say- Do I get any of them right? No. Oh. Well, you never bring up anyone <laughs> for like, yeah, you know, usually bring up someone crazy. Or fun. Uh, yeah, fun. that's Usually that's the fun. thing. I want. I want. To, I mean, everyone. I think by this point has it has it clear. You bring the fun, and then I bring that hard hitting journalism. Yeah, you're a rock historian. I bring the information that the people want. Wow. Um. Well, I think this brings us to our last clip, which I think might be the the best clip, uh, in our show's history. Uh, and I think it it. it it, it ties back to the original premise, but it also it pays off a, a kind of long gestating uh, both desire and curiosity, and it comes from our uh, in, inductee announcement. Yeah, this is this is thrilling. I could re-listen to this r- right now. Well, let's do it, <laughs> uh, guys. That's five. Is uh, there a six? Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks, Wait, The but... Zombies, Radiohead, and Roxy Music. Full is... stop. Five nom is five inductees. Okay, he's and got his got in face on, dude. Face. Our sixth inductee. Yes! Oh, please be. Oh my God, Joe, are you so excited? This is the most British shit ever. Yeah. This is wow. Is this the this most is the British ballad ever? This is the most. Yeah, this is the most corridor of the indu- of an inductee list that this I can think crazy. of. Crazy, the corridor yeah. of fame. <laughs> Joe. The fucking cure. And you didn't even put them on your fantasy ballot. How bad I know. do you feel? I feel like shit. You could have won it. I know. And you didn't. I, I won it. That's not true. Yes, I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I had did. Def Leppard and Stevie. And I had Radiohead and the Zombies. Oh, shit. So we're tied. <laughs> but no, because you had, you had more first time. I had. I had that's true. Yeah. In the original. So you that's won. That's very true. All I right. Win. Fine. It's fine, though. Uh <laughs> The Cure. This is my a very white ballot. Yeah, yeah, it's a white male but you know rockin' ballot. Robert Smith and Brian Ferry, you're gonna see a lot of like guys out makeup. of their prime <laughs> singers. Yeah, in in eye makeup and <laughs> having a lot of wrinkles. I'm. That's wow, Joe. Are you so happy? I am. I did not predict them. I did not. Uh, yeah, they, were, they the seemed like a they throwaway. They were in no way going it to really get in. In my felt brain. like these post punk bands were not gonna get in because they've been up before the smiths have been up twice depeche mode has been up twice it really felt like one was not gonna break through well, i wonder if now they're all gonna break through or if they're just throwing like did the dam the cura, has the levy yeah. broken or, or are they yeah. just throwing the cura bone well you wonder if because the mean, cure of the hits out of those they re- bands. oh my god yeah. yes without a doubt and like now that there's oh my a god, bunch of that's exciting! But I'm so British. fucking mad about Janet. I like really, I'm having. Hey, there a hard might time. you never know. There might be an eight. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> he's not. He's <laughs> no. We we have it wouldn't be eighth. It would be seven. Yeah, because we have six. Uh, and the seventh inductee. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> there are s- if you are if this is a joke, Joe, I will kill you. Joe, if th- I'm not, I am telling you the truth. If this is a fucking joke. I'm showing Kristen the official list of inductees this year. Oh my god. For the first time since 2004, there are seven oh inductees. God. I'm going to 
cry <laughs> because I felt so sure that she, I cannot believe this. I am, tears are welling up in because when we got to six, I was like, there's no way. There haven't been seven inductees is, in I, 15 years. I can't, she, we're going to see her. I'm, I'm so fucking, I cannot, I mean, I'm so happy about the cure. Like, that's great for you, but like. <laughs> Yeah, I needed to have my moment before I gave oh, you yours. My, oh my god! Third time on the ballot. Oh you my know, god, she's in. Janet Jackson right is there. in the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of Fame. Look at her. You you guys realize you have to change the title of your podcast now, <laughs> to right? Kristen to, cares about no, the to we care yeah. about the no, rock. Hall. No, I. You care. are crying I'm over the. Crying. I got teary because I was emotionally manipulated once again <laughs> by a series. I think that that is what happened. I think we can all agree about that. And so you I'm have very Stockholm syndrome with, from Jackson. Jan Wetter? I have Stockholm syndrome from this podcast. <laughs> we have recorded like 40 hours of my life. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I think that's our best moment. Wow. Wow. We start with who cares and then we, end, and then we make it to she cares. You can hear how like tormented i have been by that prank <laughs> you can hear in several of these you don't trust it's I raw have no trust for you anymore. it's still raw and you don't trust per- perhaps you don't trust anybody yeah but uh, i i was truly happy that janet got inducted and it was such a surprise mm-hmm. i'm so happy that she got in i wouldn't go so far as to say that i truly care but in that moment i sure did and we, I said that was the last clip, but, you know, you, you did remind me that we had a hand in Janet's induction because <laughs> when uh, our friend and former nominating committee member Roy Traken returned, he came with his ballot and we filled it out with him and we did a pretty good job at convincing him. Yeah. Let's listen. Also, like, Janet would do a great dance. She would, she would put on quite she a show. She would put on a show. She would, she would really put on a show. Uh, oh, and, you know, if you great. think... My, you know, Michael's in. Then, then, bang Madonna's on the drum in. starts playing. She's tossing out the. the yeah, no, I'm not. I, I, I wouldn't argue. I mean, I, I would. I, I you know, I'm, I'm down with that. Okay, great. Let's I'm see it. Put that. your put pen the where. Put the ink next. To, can, okay. I cannot Roy, relax. I'm gonna do color color commentary. Roy just took in a deep breath. <sighs> Uh, he picks up the pen. Me. He's picking up the pen. He's picking up the pen. <laughs> I think I'm going to do the Ouija system with this. Oh boy! Do do a little roulette. Uh, All right, I'm 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 going I'm going for Janet. He's I'm putting, putting Janet. Putting in. Putting oh in. my gosh! It. So there you have it. The uh, induction of Janet Jackson is uh, directly yep. re- we're responsible. Strong for Strong-armed him into it. It's because of us. So you're welcome, Janet. Uh, and I think, I hope for our listeners who've been with us for a while, that was a fun trip down memory lane. And for mm-hmm. those of us, so those of you who are listening to us for the first time, I hope that uh, was fun for you to get kind of a little backstory on what we're about. Yeah. And uh, at points, we can link you to some previous episodes if you want to head back into the catalog. And they're all there. They're up uh, on... You know, we're now hosted on Megaphone, Ooh. so you can you can go there and find all our old episodes. That feels cool. Uh, and yeah, now we're part of the Pantheon family. We're very excited about that. That's uh, and we're looking forward to episodes to come. 
you know, and we'll, we'll be back. It just to feels good to be part of a network, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, just to belong somewhere. <laughs> uh, and our info is, you know, at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter, and you can email us rockhallpod at gmail dot com. You of course, and please do if you want me to see the email, you should put my name in it. Otherwise, yeah, Joe reads it's them all. Just going to be me. And he passes them. along the pertinent information mm-hmm. to moi. So yeah, address her by name if you would like her to see it specifically. Truly. Uh, and you, of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can subscribe like that. over there. That's always a good we would also like idea. That. Give us five stars. Don't Only. be if, even don't if, be stingy with those stars. Need, even if you feel four stars toward towards us, a five, that fifth star is free. It costs you nothing not to a, click an extra not star. Not a dang thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode. We appreciate you if you're new, and we appreciate you if you're old. Uh, across <laughs> across the board. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, we'll, Boy, we love our listeners. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Sutter. And who cares? About the rock hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.